This Play.it podcast is brought to you by the beaches of Fort Myers and Sanibel. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I am Susie Meister. And I'm Sarah Rice. We, let's see, this is episode number 54, I think. Whoa. Yeah. Adam likes me to say that so that he can go through it and try to edit out 54. all of our <laughs> Give me some more. <laughs> did you, do you enjoy the part that I didn't edit out of the last, edit out of the last one? I thought it was fine. I was just, I couldn't. It takes so long and you people can handle it, right? It's like real life. It's like, this is what happens. A little dead air never hurt nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you today? You don't seem like yourself. I ha- I have anxiety today. Sis. Why? School? No, believe it or not. Well, yeah, and school. But <laughs> thanks for bringing school. that up, Sis. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. I had actually <laughs> just forgotten about that. I was anxious about something else. No, there's, I think, uh, like a, no, we'll call it like a 25% chance that I left my flat iron on. Oh, no. Okay, so that you're just anxious that what? what I don't happen? know that I left it on. That I'm just scared. I'm like always scared my house is going to burn down. But there's also like a 50% chance that it has an automatic switch off. Or maybe more. <laughs> Most of I'm them do. pretty sure that's standard. And then I wouldn't leave it on the carpet because that would be like a crazy <laughs> thing to do. So it's not like I left it on something that would burn down. Like worst case scenario, it's on. I don't know. I'm hoping it's fine. Well, you know what? And we, I don't know. Let, this, let it burn. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> Well, you know how OCD, there's counters, cleaners, I'm and checker. checkers. I'm a checker. Oh, God. Nope. I'm all three. All three. Oh, God. I'm the triple threat. about it now. <laughs> I'm a checker. What does it I, well, I've feel like? Control- <sighs> what does it feel like? I've, I've been working on managing the checking because I used to like think that I left the oven on even if I didn't cook something and I would have, I've, I'd have gotten all the way to work i've gotten all the way to work before and had to turn around and drive back like on my lunch break to go check and wasted the entire break and sure enough it was off and it's like oh uh it feels like well it takes over your thoughts you can't think about anything else and then it's like a paralyzing like wave of it it feels like waves like it comes in this and you just have to hold your breath and then the counting it's only when I'm in the car and when I'm a passenger in the car or when I'm driving, like I'll, I'll counter, I'll, I'll, I'll make like little ticks in my mind over like the dividers in the lane, things like that. And like signs we pass, it's very odd. And then, uh, what's the other one? Counter. Oh, cleaner. Well, if I feel out of control, then I have to clean my environment to feel in control of the yeah. environment. It's really all comes down to being in control or not being in control. Um, can you shut the window behind you so Adam doesn't yell at me? Yeah, I can be in control well, of that. Well, I'll tell you what you do not want to do. There we go. You do not want to do a tweet about OCD because I've made that mistake. What happens? Well, OCD people look for them and then they search for the term OCD and then they write mean comments about how it's not a laughing matter. Cause you know, I do only joke tweets. I don't do like normal ones. <laughs> so they're like, this is like a, this is a disease. This is not a laughing matter. And you know, 
people are listening right now and will write to me and be like, it isn't a laughing matter, Susie. I under, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm here sitting here say, like not laughing, but I am sharing my OCD feel like, but I will say a lot of people are confused between OCD tendencies and OCD diagnosis. Diagnosis. They're very like, you know, if it doesn't get in the way of your life, like mine doesn't get in the way of my life, except right now. But I just feel like everything is because they go, you wouldn't make this the, a joke about cancer. And I'm like, have you met me? Of course I would. I'll make a joke <laughs> about anything. I think everybody across the board needs to lighten up about things. If we can laugh about them, then, you know, we can talk about them and then we can handle well, my them. joke was I find all of God's door closing and window opening to be a bit OCD. <laughs> See, that's funny ish. But then people were like, this guy, I won't give his name, but he's like, you can read it on there. And he was not impressed. Oh, well, who cares? But all I know is your house is burning down right at this. Don't (laughs) say that, Susie. God damn it. Well, isn't, don't you? That, you're, you're, you're triggering it. Okay, I'll stop. Now it's bad. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. No, it's okay. I mean. Do you ever play the what's the worst thing can happen game? Oh, that's a good one to play. Yeah, that's kind of what I was doing my way over here. Like, worst case scenario. My dog's at the pet sitter, so he's not going to burn down. Yeah, it well, there's other people in the building, though. Yeah, but they would probably report it before anybody else burned down. Like, no person is going to be like, oh, fire, I should probably just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, worst case scenario, like, we lose some ha- stuff in their house. And to be honest, I hate all the furniture that's in there anyway. So well, wait, so you were mentioning the difference between actual OCD and then your sort of tendencies. Where, mm-hmm. where do you fall? I just have tendencies. Okay. So I can tease you about this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to be sensitive. And, uh, and Are get, you like, sensitive no, about No, no. It? It's more like it triggers the feelings of anxiety. So I get that wave of anxiousness because you, it's a, a confirmation bias. So like you are confirming <laughs> the irrational thoughts that I have, therefore like strengthening my beliefs. I think, well, I mean, up. it's not irrational to be cautious about fire safety. <laughs> well, and but... our, the, the next door neighbor's house burnt down when I was growing up and they lost all their stuff. And that was really, I don't know. Cause I care about stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh. I, I also <laughs> you have don't hear that burning tendencies at the same time. So <laughs> it's a real, oh, there's a lot of overlap. Oh, is it like the sentimental stuff that you worry about? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> My brother's house burnt down. <laughs> Great. Why? And, well, uh, bad wiring. Okay. But they didn't have renter's insurance, so they mm. really did lose everything. Mm. Every single thing except the shirts on their back. So that was real bad. Oh, that's But so most sad. people have insurance. Like, <laughs> I couldn't get insurance in my old house because I lived too close to the beach. Oh, my God. Orange County problems. You are kidding yeah, me. Yeah, I, I lived within like... Uh, yeah, they they said what? I don't know. They were worried about tsunami. Uh, well, and the other thing is, I thought about that, and I checked. And they have like tsunami uh, maps that you can look at, like. And we were out. Of, I was out of the tsunami. They they have things around Long Beach, like out in the ocean, built to stop that. I never heard of someone just being denied. Yeah, I thought there was like they no. just charged you a lot more. No, it wasn't even an option. Oh my god, I've never heard of that in my life. I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would be checking real good at that house, but you're, you're covered now, right? I'm covered now. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. 
It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right. Well, what I wanted to talk about at least first is this. Okay. So... I don't even know where to begin. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, no, I have trouble or something. No, no. Okay, yeah. No, I grew... When I was growing up, we were sort of like a trash. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like once a year, we would go to Red Lobster, like the the White Trash Country Club. And then <laughs> once a year, we would go to Pizza Hut. Or maybe a couple times a year, like Book It, when you get a Book It. I love Book It. Yeah, I loved Book It. Oh, my God. That's the only time being a nerd paid off. Yeah, and that was the only time we ever got to go out to eat. And so I have this real affection, particularly for Pizza Hut, even though I know it's like, you know, gross and all that. But like, do do you think it's tasty at all? No. Oh, okay. Because it's so greasy. Well, right. That's what I like about it. I'm sure. But okay, so I have all these memories and I know it's silly and the red cups and the salad bar and all this stuff. So Adam hates it, won't ever go with me. And I was like, that's it. He's out of town. Lincoln, we're going to Pizza Hut. Yeah. Right? So he's like, no, I want to go to In-N-Out. Oh. And I'm like, forget it. We are going to Pizza Hut. I go, let me make you a deal. If we go and you do not like Pizza Hut, I'll take you to In-N-Out after. Mm -hmm. So we go to Pizza Hut and I am traumatized. What happened to Pizza Hut? It's terrible. Not only, it's not just terrible it looks like a truck stop. Like, really? It's not like it used to be where it was just like American dining. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's not like a pizza place anymore. It is like a... Why are there catering, no servers, first of all? They're catering... <laughs> they're catering to... Well, also, there are different kinds of Pizza Huts. There's like Pizza yeah. Hut... Where Take you can, out and yeah. all that. Well, this was... The, they have a dining room. But you had to go to the counter and order. Susie, your expectations are way (laughs) too high for Pizza Hut. And also, maybe it's like the fantasy from when you were a child is... (laughs) I really wasn't expecting, like, luxury. I just thought it would be kind of the same with the greasy pizzas and the red cups. And so they bring our pizzas over. And by this point, I don't even want to eat it. And I was like, can I get salt? Because, you know, I always have to have, like, extra salt. And she goes, we don't have any. No! No! (laughs) What? That's a lie. She's being lazy because they do. They have in the little packets that they Well, because they were pepper packets. And I was like, I saw the pepper packets. (laughs) That's insanity. And I'm going to write an article about it. We also don't have water. What the? What? It was really bad. And I just want to know, like... That, what that's saying... We don't have salt. It's saying we don't have a key ingredient in all the food that you're eating right, right now. All of our sodium is already injected. nothing was made there because you don't have one of the ingredients to make your... 
Mm. That's like saying we don't have flour. Or we don't like if I ask for any of the ingredients in a pizza, you should have that in your kitchen since you make pizza. Yeah, do you have a tomato? <laughs> no, we don't have tomatoes here. Really? It was so Oh my god, so, that's really eye opening. Let me show you something. Oh my they, I'm grossed out. They gave you like there I was the only one there, but yet she insisted on giving us like this laminated l- letter. It was on red construction paper that said the letter Y on it. What? And that's how they knew that I was the one that ordered the pizza. Like, as if they would wonder which table this pizza is going to. I'm the only one First there. of all, that table is so I gross looking. I took a looking. picture. I showed it to Sarah. This is... I love that you documented this. Because <laughs> I'm going to write an article about it. The death of my childhood. It is. Oh, but your kid looks happy. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible. <laughs> Susie, I'm so sorry. I really hope that Domino's has picked up the Book It program. <laughs> no, because I just read... Did the... you inquire about Book It? You have no, to look it I up. just read an article, though, that they now offer it to homeschoolers. Like, a, you, if you homeschool, you can get one a month. Uh. But I don't care about that. All I care about is the death of They didn't of even have a salad childhood. bar, did they? I no. love this. You know what? That was good, that salad bar. You need to go to round uh, round table. That's the best one. I've never heard of that. Oh my gosh! Is it's because you're to California. Coast? I need to take care of you. No, <laughs> you're, we haven't done we haven't done a good job, really. Thank God you know what in and out is. At least you've yeah. figured that one out. Is it as good as whatever you're talking about? Is it as good as In and Out? For as far as pizza goes, yeah. Oh, it's, it's pizza. really good. Okay. Well, yeah. we should order that sometime. It's so good. And if they would like to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> sponsor, I will eat pizza once a week. Wait, speaking of sponsors, yeah, how are your breasts? <laughs> In the right place and super comfy. <laughs> we have found the perfect bra. That's why I asked Sarah because we found the third. I need love. more of them. Someone, did you see somebody on our live broadcast asked me if I was wearing my third love bra, and I was like, "Yes, I am. Thank oh, nice. you." Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, send some more third love. We love it so much. Love it. <laughs> um, it's just so comfortable. It's made of memory foam, so it just holds. It holds your breast. And you could try it for thirty days, and if you don't like it, free. send it back. Send it back. Wash it. Wear it. You try it free for thirty days. Wash it. That's awesome, and it holds up. I've already washed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to since I'm wearing it every day. <laughs> Um, you can start your free trial at thirdlove.com slash Susie, S-U-S-I-E. We know that you'll love it, but, um, that's a thing. Like you pay all this money for bras and then it's so uncomfortable. The least that you can get is something that makes your boobs feel. Or you pay no money for bras like I do. And then you hate all of them and your boobs look funny in all of your shirts. (laughs) Yeah. You could do it either way. And it's both bad ideas. Try third love instead. Thirdlove.com slash Susie. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Okay, my next thing I wanted to talk to you about is um, uh, we got an email. Oh, great. (laughs) I'm nervous. This is why I have anxiety. You know what? We got an email and then we I'm also... I'm freaking wine this episode. <laughs> you can tell too. You're all sad. Uh, that might... That, that could be it. <laughs> we'll pep it up for the next one. I guess so. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I offered Sarah wine before we started and she's like, no, whatever. I'm trying to cut back. 
but I think you're going to regret it because yeah, probably. The, oh God, I, I probably need wine for this email. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, this woman wrote us and said, I really like your podcast, but I can't listen to it anymore because of the digs that Sarah makes about fat people. And she said, I don't understand because Sarah ha- talks about her struggles, whatever. And I'm like, well, can you tell me when? Cause I don't know whatever. So she referenced the vagina one where you talked about the lady with the mayonnaise. I think you said that the only thing left in her fridge was probably mayonnaise. Cause she probably <sighs> eat all the other stuff. Well, I'm, I'm not digging on somebody who's Fat. I'm thinking on somebody who decides to use mayonnaise <laughs> as a sex like. Well, we're saying, you, like that's not your first go to. Like, no. But in the episode, you said she's a real big lady, like yeah. 400 pounds, yeah. and that she went to her fridge and she. You said that probably the only thing left was the mayonnaise, as if she had eaten everything else. Well, <laughs> you can just say sorry. I did say that, but also. <laughs> I am sorry that I would offend anybody, but I would like to think that it has, I'm, I'm more commenting on the kind of human being that would do such a thing. Where did she put it in her vagina? In her, yeah. Or like around it or (laughs) in and around. Okay. So if you're somebody who feels like you can take a heaping handful of lemon flavored animal lard and egg whites, which is, or egg yolks, which is what it is, and rub it around your genitalia, (laughs) I think it's safe to assume that you might have other disgusting habits like eating habits as well. Okay. That's fine. And then the second. If you're somebody who's. Heavy set, and you are clean and take regular showers and follow the normal rules of hygiene like all of us do, and you are healthy and feel great, then more power to you. I love it. And then they, uh, she also referenced when Sarah, Sarah Grayson was on, and you guys said that you liked watching fat people lose weight on Biggest Loser. But I defended you on that one because I was like, that's oh, we why were... this show's a hit. Everyone likes watching it. And I like watching them get so excited because you can see, what? That's crazy. Everybody likes Biggest Loser. That's a triumph And we story. were talking about that fit to fat to fit yeah. show. And I I was actually, I was just thinking about that today. Uh, Susie and I in our, uh, in our episode on um, beauty stuff, we were talking about like once you have fat cells, like your fat, your body wants to go back to, or it was the news episode. We were talking about like once you're at a certain weight, you want to, so I was thinking about that and just how much those trainers really did to their bodies and how much they sacrificed to do that and how difficult it really is. And how, if you're somebody who is overweight and you lose any bit of weight, you should be super proud. Like, that's awesome. But what I don't like or what I'm what I'm like, you know, hey, we're like making jokes. So, you know, relax, everybody. But yeah. It's, it's people who like don't respect themselves enough to. I don't know, like, and I understand that there's a root cause to everything. Absolutely. But well, I've noticed that because we're doing 
the podcast is doing really well and that makes us so happy. But when you have more people listening, there's more opinions. So I do notice there's more feedback and it's hard to keep up and I'm always offending everyone. So yeah, I am sorry. It's a real, you know, it's funny because like, I think people expect you to offend people. So nobody really pipes up about (laughs) it. But when I say something that's offensive, they're like, (gasps) Sarah, how dare you? And I'm like, Oh my God, I get, I understand. Listen, if somebody who struggled with, their weight came to me and they said, I'm having a problem, blah, blah, blah. You bet your butt I would do everything in my power to make that person feel better, to make that person be, live the life that they want to live, to make that person, uh, you know, better. I'll, I'll like help that person. I care about the individual so much, but let's let there be a little bit of comedy in life. I can all, you know, I also have made jokes about, I don't know, a bunch of, I make Jewy well, jokes at my husband's expense. It is weird though, because it, a day later I got a tweet about, from a guy that said, I don't like how you talk about fat people, you and me on that one. And so I was like, well, Hey, maybe since we're getting this feedback, maybe we're being insensitive. I don't know. Maybe we are. We, well, we probably are. And like we said in the uh, race episode, like if somebody is offended by it, then what we said was offensive. That's kind of how it works. I mean, so I'm sorry, people, but I'm probably going to make mistakes again. So Yeah. Well, th- that's kind of the, the downside of this format where it's just we're just talking and things happen. So people will probably be offended, but it's never intent. Like our goal is never malicious. Hey, and also people out there, listen, at least you're not my husband. Every joke is at his expense. And now he's like, stop listening to the podcast because he's real busy. So now it's like, I noticed oh, that. I'm going to just say whatever the hell I want. I noticed that you've had like less. I'm kind of like, secret mad at him, but not really mad. Not something <laughs> worth it. For, but... for not listening or. No, over something, I, else? over something else. Oh, okay. Because, you want to talk about it? Or? Well, I'll just mention a little bit. So he was <laughs> nice enough to do the laundry this weekend. Yeah. And also not nice enough to make my favorite pair of crisp white lacy underwear that I got at my bridal shower a nice shade of gray. <gasps> oh, no. Wait, how? Because he washed them with all the colored stuff. Really? Because I, I don't, like I don't separate color. by color. Ever. I can tell they're a little gray and he's going to say you just throw them in with the whites and put some bleach in there and he's right. But it, I felt like there was a metaphor about us almost <laughs> coming up on a year of marriage in there. <laughs> like how the pristine, crisp, mm-hmm. honeymoon's over. <laughs> hey, at least he did laundry. I know. It was great. I didn't mind it at all. Well, I mean, he put it in the washing machine and then I folded it and did the rest of the loads. Um, um, but no, I'm grateful. And he took care of the dog all day today, which was really, um, helpful because, you know, I got to come on here and drink wine and talk. Right. Well, I also have an order of business. This is turning into like Susie confronts Sarah. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I'm like, let's just talk about whatever. And then I'm like, Sarah, why do you hate that? Just like intervention with <laughs> one person. Um, you, I would like to make you join Snapchat. Make me have Snapchat? Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, let's do it. I want to make it happen. I think I maybe do or did. I'll check it out right now. Yeah. I know. People are asking me about that. I just feel like... You would be so good at it. I would let people down. No, I probably wouldn't because I do ridiculous things all the time. But then I have to videotape ridiculous things. I do. 
Well, yeah, that's what I mean. And yeah. I think you would have funny commentary and stuff on the videos. So Yeah, I usually do. Like I was watching mine where you were on it when we were filming our Back to Reality and you cracked me up. Like when you like came over to my side and we're like, Whoa! Because it's like more, it's more hilarious for me to just ruin your Snapchat <laughs> than it is for me to like to do my own. Was that like your signature bit? Is like taking my phone and doing? Yeah, kind of. I just like to do it with yours. <laughs> that is my. Signature this is a bit. lesson about not giving out your password to people. <laughs> You're like the only person that has my passcode. Oh, that's true. Although, didn't we give it out on here? So no. if anyone steals my phone, then they can. Gosh, that's scary. Yeah. Good luck, guys. I say if you are clever enough to both listen to my podcast and find the passcode and steal my phone from me, you deserve that. Take oh. your car and your keys to your house, too, because. <laughs> um, okay. Is there anything you want to say right now before I move on? Oh, I, I, I would like to tell you that Snapchat is almost downloaded on my phone. Okay, good. And we will. You know, it only gets three out of five. five I uh, agree with that. I don't stuff. find the interface uh, user friendly at all. Oh, well. Is that, that what you meant? Super nerdy. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm using yeah, that word correctly. I don't find the correctly. interface uh, user friendly at all. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm using the word. That right, sounded but... right. That sounded good to me. And also, it only has 263 reviews, and our podcast has like a hundred and something. So we only have like a hundred less reviews than Snapchat. That's, see, that's good. It's great. Yeah. I uh, would love it if people left more reviews. People are really too. nice on there. Thank you, guys. We mm-hmm. love you. Love. And I hope that person who gave us like a one-star review and said the first episode wasn't good, I'd like to hear what that person says now that we're on episode like 50 bajillion. Yeah. Are we still terrible? <laughs> are we still terrible? Are you still there? <laughs> Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Um, I read an interesting article, or actually it was a video, <clears throat> about, this is totally changing the subject. I love that. About disaster relief donations that don't help. Did oh, you see that? Well, I ha- I've heard uh, that they very rarely go to, they did a Vice episode on uh, Haiti. Mm-hmm. And how where and none of the money went. They, oh. Nobody even has bathrooms. Well, this is not even about money. It's about idiots who send cl- well-meaning idiots who send like clothes, and it'll be like a winter part, a ballerina tutu, and like all this. They're just like sending whatever they don't want, what? even if it's not going to be helpful. Like the Haitians don't need your ski equipment. No, and so- it's like in <laughs> Clueless where she they have the. God, what is the drive that they do? The save, like the save the bay. It's like Malibu Beach Canyon beach cleanup or something like that. And like she's donating like ski things, and oh, it's great. I love that. But I mean, it's, we should put that clip up. <laughs> it is people that like they just want to help, mm-hmm. but they don't actually like 
give their dough. They want to give like, hey, I don't need this um, yeah. Halloween it's like costume anymore. To... So here's our Superman cape. So what happens with the stuff? It is a real problem. They have to set fire to what piles of clothes, like giant mountains of clothes, because it's like there was um, a pile of clothes on a runway. A plane couldn't land there on the beach of like where the Are tsunami was. I'm serious. Even in, you know, where the shooting uh, Sandy Hook. Yes. They had so many teddy bears that people sent that every child in Newtown, is that what it's called? Got a teddy bear and they still had some left over. <laughs> and it's so nice, but you're not helping. You're making you're right. a you're big not, job a for someone. Problem. Yeah, it becomes a problem. And like water, people ship water and you'd think, well, of course they need water. They don't have whatever, but all that would they really need are like these $20 things that purify the existing mm-hmm, water mm-hmm. and they don't take up all the storage and cost billions of dollars to ship. And, you know, well, it's not, pr- it's not efficient donations. Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody needs to take care of that. <laughs> I know we're just spouting all the problem. We don't have any solutions. None. I guess Jeez. people stop doing that. Stop sending dumb stuff. Well, yeah. Well, I, here's, <clears throat> here's the problem is that these people are getting, you have to have an address to send it somewhere, right? I guess. So they had to seek out the information as to where to send it. Mm-hmm. So don't you think that it would be smart that in the same place it has the information as to where to send stuff, it might say, don't send a hundred teddy, million teddy bears <laughs> and don't send tutus. And here's a list of things we need. Yeah. That just seems like a good idea to me. Well, they also featured in the story this woman who started a charity where the people in distress can add to a registry. Oh, that's great. And you can like on Amazon mm-hmm. and then you buy that item. Really? Yeah. You're just donating money, but it feels like you're donating. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting and I'm going to post the the video because it's so interesting and it's so crazy because the visuals of seeing like the I mountains of clothes yeah. Yeah. and just like you guys just send some cash. Right. It seems like such waste. I also wanted to know your opinion. Um, did you see the old Navy biracial? Yes. What did you think? <laughs> Obviously, I know what you thought, but oh, like, well, of course. I, can you I believe th- though people are mad? That's the craziest thing on the planet that people are mad about this. Think about that was who a beautiful those... couple too. I would beautiful. bet even one of them. And I loved that I read what both of them, both of the actors, said about it. Oh, and wow. they were like, "This is great. We support everything yeah. that they're doing." You know, I'm sure they're also like, yeah, we're really happy to have a national campaign that's getting so much attention. But I think it, also there are commercials all the time that I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that this is still something that we're <laughs> talking it's about. Just you know, it almost make that I like as somebody who grew up in the film industry and I, my parents both worked in the in commercials and my dad was an art director. My mom was a wardrobe stylist and I'm almost more, I'm sure somebody's going to be offended by this, more angry when they do a casting job. That's just a little bit off where I'm like that dad and mom would not make that kid than I am when they do a casting of white dad, you know, black mom, but mixed racial baby. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's exactly how booty. Like there's a Lego, or there's an Ego uh, Ego Waffles commercial where like the baby looks like this Norwegian like like Susie and dad and mom would totally put out a, a 
baby with brown hair. And mm. like, you know, that's we weird. could say it's adoption. It's set it up. But on those, they also have other commercials where it's totally obvious that the kid is like, you know, adopted or whatever, or like, and they make it normal because it is normal. Like Ikea does it like, who cares? Um, and <laughs> now, now you're every, worried about offending everyone. <laughs> well, now everybody is a blended family. Like yeah. there's so few families that are your stereotypical, like, yeah, just the Meisters. That's the only one. That's, I mean, not in my, not my, not anywhere in my family. Oh my gosh. You should see when all my family goes out together. I like that. Oh my gosh. And we have, uh, so Landon has two little sisters. Landon's 38. He has two, he's 37. He's going to hate that. I said 38, but I'm rounding up. Uh, he has two little sisters that are like nine and 13 or 14. And then he has a nephew who's 13. So oh, wow. the nephew has an aunt who's younger than he is. And it's like one of those families. And then when Landon goes out, everybody thinks all of them are his kids. And, <laughs> and then his dad looks like the grandpa, but it's really the dad. Cause yeah. it's all, that's how it is. Like who cares? What do you think about it? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think it's silly that we're like, it's even because racist people are a social media comment on these pictures. And so go outraged. back to shopping at Walmart, like the rest of racist America. Duh. Um, on that note, and if Walmart or racist people get offended at this, they can suck a big one because you've offended a lot of people too. So it's totally fair. Let's talk about your energy levels. Okay. How are you feeling? Since oh, <laughs> actually, this is fantastic. Hey. I, I've been drinking my veggies having my energy stuff for the past four days now. Sarah has been trying Organifi, mm -hmm. which is a green superfood powder that you throw in your uh, water and shake it up and you got your great tasting. Wait, it's organic, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and has a special ingredient, ashwagandha. Shows in clinical studies to lower cortisol, which is the fat storage hormone. Yeah, thank you very much. Also, the stress hormone. If that could do anything oh, about my anxiety, good. oh yeah, over, it does uh, improve mental focus. As leave well. my flat iron on that. Great, but. <laughs> yeah, you need another Organifi for that. Uh, you can get twenty percent off if you go to Organifi.com and use promo code Brain and let us know what you think of it. And they have individual packet ones. That's my favorite thing. Is I yeah. just throw one in my bag for school and then I shake it up middle of the day. Boom healthy easier than juicing or way easier toting around veggies so give it a try who's toting around veggies i did when i was in college i would always bring you know lunch oh i'm just sitting i was thinking of you just like bringing an eggplant and a <laughs> zucchini and like carrots <laughs> and like all the things that you'd put in a juicer that i know i don't know where my brain went with that one <laughs> carrot sticks makes more sense <laughs> Yeah, you know, celery, whatever. Yeah, like normal things. Oh, God, Sarah, you never let me down. You always make me laugh. Um, okay, now, what else did I have? Oh, I read an article, and I want... This is going to be one of those things where you are going to be like, yeah, I totally believe that, but <laughs> I don't want you to because I can't believe it. It's shocking oh, okay. to me. Well, maybe I won't. It was in the New York Times, and it was about, you know, how... For instance, if I'm putting Lincoln to bed and he's watching a cartoon, I will say, you know, in five minutes, we're going to go upstairs and get you ready for bed mm -hmm. as like a way to mentally prepare him. Mm -hmm. They say it makes it worse that you're supposed to just go up and turn it off and that the kids showed less anxiety, anger, frustration, because they found 
that like the two minutes or whatever it was that you allowed them to think about it, they would prepare for battle. <laughs> and so they would be like, no. And I've been trying it and it's been much better. I do believe that. The only thing that I would say you to add in addition on top of that, because the reason why giving a, a five minute warning is a good thing is not necessarily to prepare them for going to bed, but it's helping at an age. And I talked to Susie about this a whole bunch, but you're, you're helping to create a series of events and teaching series of events and teaching like structure because people work better with structure and people do better when they're structured. So you're helping to create a story of how the day goes. So first we eat dinner yeah. and we get ready for bed. Then we put on pajamas and we watch TV and then five minutes and then I go to bed and da yeah. da. So I absolutely get the not giving him time to prepare. That's totally accurate. I totally see why that would work. It's better. I get it. But I think to to fill in the gaps, it'd be good the next day to just discuss. And this is good in general to say, so what happens when we get ready to go to bed? What does mom do first with you? Well, first we do this. And then what happens when you're done? What happens when it's time to go to bed at, you know, seven o'clock? Well, then mom turns off the TV. So then what he's doing is he's creating a story of that happening. So next time it happens, mm -hmm. it's not even a shock at all because in his mind, that's how the story goes. Yeah. It's first we do this, then mm -hmm. we do this. And then it's, it's anticipating future events. You're teaching yeah. him to have uh mindset, like for, forward thinking like yeah. mindset. Well, and when I read it, like I said, I was shocked, but then I thought it's almost like, by giving them that warning, you're opening a negotiation. Yep. Whereas if you turn that TV off, there we're not. Oh, and let me tell you, your child is in full negotiator yeah. manipulating mode. I'm yeah. sure he is giving you ultimate or not ultimatums, but uh, uh, <clears throat> striking deals with you right and left. Well, and I'm always struck by it because have you ever heard that? I'm sure you have the phrase of like. When you say no to a man, it's the beginning of a negotiation. And with a woman, it's the end of the conversation. And they, No, I haven't heard yeah, that. Yeah, like they say, when you say no to a woman, she interprets it as that's the end. But when you say no to a man, he sees it as the beginning of the negotiation. And so I see it in my son and I'm like, ew, I hate you. Because <laughs> No I, means no. But really, yeah, it's like in a way that can be good mm -hmm. if you're buying a car or whatever. Oh, God, that's but true. Not, but not when, you know, it comes to like, I don't know. Well, right. I never actually even thought about it in the sexual. No. I never put it in those terms. I always think about it professionally. Yeah. Because men are like, he said no to my raise. What if I did this? And women are like, oh, no, he said no. Bye. Well, I can see that <laughs> my head instantly goes to dating and, and you know, oh, interpersonal relationships. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an interesting topic, but... I don't, I'm sure it's a learning thing that all kids do, but when he, yeah. since he's a boy, I'm like, Oh, are you doing that guy thing? <laughs> you mansplaining right now. Um, all right. Well, that's all I have. Do you have anything you want to talk about before we go? Oh man. Well, I came on here with zero notes, <laughs> so that is all I have. <laughs> um, okay. Well, don't forget you guys to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we put back to reality, our web series up that you guys sponsored through Kickstarter. And make sure you follow us on uh, all social media to find out if my house is still standing. <laughs> uh, 
I'm I'm very optimistic. Me too. It's fine. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.